You are now listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast with Nat and Nat. Good morning, good evening everybody. It's uh, Nathan here, my co-host. Oh my Raph. co-host, my bad. <laughs> Raph, Raph, my friend. My the mate. other half of the Cheat Coders. Uh, welcome to the Cheat Coders. This is episode... 28. Tw- 28, 28. And um, obviously... We're getting the groove. I've got a wire this time, just to, you know, obviously no more technical problems like last time. And yeah, here we are. I did my hair for this one. Yeah. Raph's got a hat this time. <laughs> so we just switched the whole thing up. You got um, yeah. your slick back Friday happening. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's morning there, and we both, night over here. And we bo- <laughs> yes, we switched it this time. As you can tell, I'm a bit more loud this time because obviously before it was nighttime in the UK. And I was like talking like a mouse because obviously, you know, I don't want to be too loud when everyone's sleeping. And Raph just lives with his wife and he can make as much noise as he wants. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, a, to a degree, to a degree, to a degree. <laughs> we both took showers at the same time, obviously in different <laughs> time zones. But that's the, that's the preparation that goes into this. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. The preparation, so, um, we get the Eye of the Tiger playing. And we start, you know, moving our muscles, jumping up and down, warming up, <laughs> just to sit down and just talk a lot of shit. Shaking my fingers, my fingers, you know, for all the, the, for all fingers, the typing, yeah. for all the comments. <laughs> the fingers, RSI exactly. just happening and everything. It's going to be crazy. Anyway, well, like, um, we're going to stop talking to this imaginary audience that obviously are going to watch this later. How you been, Raph? Been all right since last time. Um, yeah. I just got a story, I think, we just, oh. we, because we're moving at the moment. We're moving places, so we had to switch to electricity. And then I think the person who was on the other line, the electricity guy who was um, pretty much organizing the transfer, thought I was a girl. Do what? I, do I sound like a girl? Maybe I do. Maybe on the phone, it's, it's a higher tone. But the way he kept calling me ma'am. And it's funny because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I'm full like. Okay, I'm just playing along because like I can't be bothered dealing with this shit because maybe he was saying man, but then again, if you're like, well, why a, would he say man? Yeah, no, if yeah, you're a telemarketer, it's not it's not a not a telemarketer, but like someone that's on what, the phone line, it's not. Was the was the was the customer service person a lady or a? No, nah, it was a, or, it was a guy, a male, a guy sounding a guy like well. about I think his late twenties and stuff. Didn't seem like he cared about his work, but. You know, it is what it is. And then he just kept calling me ma'am, like, um, okay, what's, yeah. your, what's the house address again, ma'am? And I'm like, all right, cool. Because maybe because I said my first name, because my first name is Rene, which is a French guy's name, Rene, but then it yeah, could be yeah, conceived go, yeah. as Rene. And then uh, I said... It could be. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, like, um, oh, it's under my wife's name. So, you know, I said wife. I thought that would be enough. But then I realized, that, to... I realized that gay marriage is now legal in Australia. So that kind of stuffed me up. So... <laughs> I'm not blaming anyone. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but if, if you said it was your wife, that would mean you're a male. No, it could. But but then again, I'm saying that gay marriage has been legalized now. So if I say yeah. wife, and I'm, I'm I could be a girl as well. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry for some. Re- look, no, no disrespect. <laughs> when I think gay marriage, I just think two guys. I forgot. I completely forgot about the lesbian community. <laughs> yeah. Can we cut that part of the video? Can we cut that? My bad. Okay, <laughs> no, no, we're gonna keep that in. But most, yeah. hey, hey, look. Answer your question. I don't think you sound like a guy. I, you sound like there a you guy. go. I don't think you sound like a girl. <laughs> like I'm listening to you right now on headphones. So this is essentially a phone call. Um, but a lot of those elements um could be true. Like um, I don't think you sound like a a girl? What the hell? That guy's retarded. But I'll, I'll tell you now. Look, I, I've worked in customer service pretty much like 10 years. 
And when I was in the call center, I've had a lot of instances where that's happened. And literally, because when you're in a call, when you're a call center operator, you just get marked on a on a sheet of specific things. Like you say, ma'am or sir, you have to say it five times. There's a lot, like a bunch of stupid rules when you're in this um, part of customer service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, the way you answer the phone, the length of the convo. Sometimes it doesn't even truly matter about having a convo that, that you literally designed to be a robot. I came over um, a really um, weird predicament because literally I got a phone call and I actually didn't know if it was a girl or a guy. Like the person speaking, speaking his voice was so like, once again, the name thing, like I was like, this could be a girl or a guy's name. Like it could be a name like Jamie or something, you know? Yeah. And the voice was so high. Literally, because you're getting marks on these things, like it didn't occur to me like I, I, I didn't have, I couldn't ask because that might be offensive and I had to say ma'am or sir because the script like I would get marked down for not saying so yeah. I was put in a position where I was like fire flip a coin take a guess and then I said okay thanks ma'am and I kept saying ma'am <laughs> and eventually five minutes in it's like why do you keep calling me ma'am and like literally the customer like blew up at me <laughs> And I was like, Fuck, I should have done I'm that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get done. I was, I was like, I'm gonna get done at work for this. But you know what I mean? Because of that stupid ass rule, they could make like an exception. But I knew I was gonna get like, oh, you didn't say ma'am or sir. It's like, what you want me to guess? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll keep a long story short. At the end of the maybe he at, was in that position. At the end of the day, I'm just, I'm just adding to my, um, you know, my misidentity and all that stuff. As in, like, I get called an Indian. I get called. A man, female, <laughs> and I get called. I don't even know why you admit this, man. <laughs> you do know this is a public podcast. Yeah, man, this is content. <laughs> just, I just got a started. I just got a story to tell. This is so fresh; it happened like two hours ago. Do you have a topic? Do you want to talk about in particular? Let me get my trusted notepad out here. Okay, I'll be completely transparent <laughs> and completely honest, Raph. You know I don't work. Well. I do this, which I consider as my work now. Doesn't really pay anything yet. But you work... Um, I don't even know how this relates to you, but maybe you can just give me some tips. Alright. Hit me. Should I do it to you or the... Ca- no, I'll do it here. Alright. What do you do... What did I say? What do you do to inspire yourself? When you're not inspired. No, literally, like, just give it to me. Writer's raw. Oracle. Like, it can be writer's block. It can be your video. Like, I know you're starting to get inspired again. But, like, look, yeah. I don't want to go to, like, the whole, we're doing this podcast and that inspires me to do this. We've already gone over that. I need tangible examples. Like, literally, things that you'll do to get out of your comfort zone. There's a few things. and I'm, I'll, I'll tell you a story later. Like, what's something that happened to me after, like, two days of not having any inspiration at all. And I obviously thought of this topic a few days ago, but I sort of answered my own question by gaining some random inspiration this morning. But I'm just curious to know what, from the top of your head, what have you ever done that just bang, suddenly you're like back, you've got the spark. I don't know, um, right now I can't think of a specific example. All I can think about is um, the fact that when I am uninspired, I have to take a break from everything because there's many reasons why you're uninspired it's it's, it's probably because you're working on the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again say yep. uh, music in your case you keep hearing the same voice same vocals then you start picking nitpicking everything because then that's that's 
what happens and then you have to just try and take a break from it it just sounds view shit. it yeah. view it again you know it's, you know like like when my videos i have to try and i keep looking at the same thing i have to take a break from it like literally look a day away or from two. it yeah 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 because like if you work on something too much then you'll lose inspiration then you have to have, take a break and then you you'll get, be like you okay sick of pop it. back yeah. into it yeah. yeah yeah so um in my cases in, in this i'm gonna use this as an example because mm. this is probably the freshest one when i was in uninspired i didn't know what to do and i just kept doing the same thing over and over again then i realized i have to do something different something in the same field something in the same same kind of area to keep me inspired but like okay. when i lose that inspiration then you know you have to do something else that's relating to it are you talking about how you got some... into into video? Like that's how you segued into video. You're like, I need to do something else because I've been doing this music thing. Oh well, and... the video thing came naturally, as in like I was still yeah. inspired to do music, and True. then the video thing it was something to like motivate me to keep doing music, okay. and then it just shift, as in like now I'm doing video constantly. Video. constantly, and then probably I have two things. It's good to have two things that bounce off each other. When you're mm. uninspired in one thing, you can do the other thing, you know, and then just just keeps bouncing as long as they stay hand in hand. So with me is music, video, and then um, if I don't do video, maybe I could find inspiration doing music because your all this um, creativity needs an outlets of some sort. There's yes. different outlets, well, whether it be different mediums, different um, ways to express your thing. So like maybe in your case that's probably what you're doing. You're uninspired in music, so you take it out on vlogs because you need your creativity yep. to just be out there into the world rotate but sort of in the related space of what you're doing yeah so it's not completely yeah, as long, left as long field, as you yeah. have a as long as you have a spine to everything every, and it goes through just one central hub mm. everything just like say your central hub probably media or hip-hop or whatever and then everything different branches out from it whether it be rap music and then songs vlogs um, travel and then you know different inspirational outlets or writing because maybe you don't have to write a song when you're um when you're stuck on doing when you have a writer's block with songs maybe you write a vlog uh, actual blog and or, actually just uh, talk whatever. about it eh? just talk, talk about, about it. it get it out there talk about it because it's all hu it's all human it's all authentic and i think like even mistakes are good to sort of show like um that's why i've sort of thought about keeping the whole vlogging thing a bit more constant and just at least get it out there like you know even if it's like z zero at least like it's showing what i'm yeah. sort of thinking and doing exactly what we're doing now with the cheat coders as well the reason yeah. i asked because um, i asked about your week as well we didn't get too deep in the, in the week but it's it's a good way to sort of gauge right we do these on a friday coming to the end of the mm. week it's been exactly yeah. a week since we last talked and i can just think objectively this entire week where um when we last spoke in my mind I, I had this um, idea that I would have finished a short film that I've done in my entire yep. mixtape. Yep. Big reach, but I literally saw that in a practical sense. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it. We're here now, and I haven't done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, and like, I've just realized, like, what have I been doing? Like, what's the missing key? What, have I, what, what do I do that keeps me from getting to that goal? And I've realized, like, I'm not going to lie, um... Friday is when we last did this, yeah? Last Friday? Yeah. I think it was last Saturday. Last Saturday was Saturday? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe Saturday. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but the It doesn't matter. Apart, the, so. the week's there, yeah. You start off here, and then you get burnt out. And I've literally lit seen that I've had some days I've blacked out and done nothing. I'm just sitting there, like, like dabble on an idea. 
sometimes avoiding certain ideas because I know like I know it's there and I need to do it but when I do it it doesn't come out good because I'm burnt out from it so I try and do something else you kind of keep rotating and it got to a point basically the last two or three days I've been at I've been at home this whole week since we've talked I have not left this premises as in it's kept, it's kept you kept in, in like a, a, in a cave like a hermit I've been in a cave like I've a been cave just man. like in my in my mind just constantly like like I can't say I've been the most productive but then at the at the in in the end of it I actually have because the way I've sort of looked at things and how I've learned to balance and manage my work that makes sense but I, I'm yeah, the more and, I do um, it kind of like these creative epiphanies we could call it um they just pop out of nowhere like you can't expect it to just happen that's exactly constantly it. you know like, that's exactly because, it raf yeah that's especially sorry, with that, you you have yeah. so much time in your hands so you're trying to find inspiration constantly like it's, 24/7 it's insane it's actually quite um it's overwhelming dude the more time you have the more time you have to think to doubt and in some days like i've literally ridden off whole days and you don't understand the kind of guilt i have when i think like okay one i didn't even go out like i could have used this time to at least do something that's like fun you know what i mean that it could be just watching tv the whole day or go out for the sake of it but i didn't instead i was i locked myself in a room trying to do something like forcing it and nothing happens you know what i mean and the crazy thing is that you think that you're doing nothing but at the same time you are doing something, something. in a way that because like you're waiting for that inspiration to happen to like happen. you sometimes you just have to f- lock yourself out in a room because like that's it you just have to keep working on stuff until something just pops and hits it just because, happens yeah yeah well, when the something po- just pops out that's when it snowballs the point into I'm, something the point i'm raising we talked about this offline before like these epiphanies and ideas i had they literally just came at a, at the most random time like literally this morning because i knew we had scheduled this podcast that we were going to do i was like all right you know what friday's a write off i'm going to just do this podcast at least i can focus on that that's something that's going to happen i'm going to wake up uh freshen up go to the gym and maybe hit up town after like literally go to london like i'm thinking of even going now after this podcast just to like have some me time like drink a coffee or shop or whatever you know what i mean when i went need to need a the, break bro but when i was need a, a, need a break this is the funny thing i'm telling you now the moment i alleviated that stress right i was like that's it i'm done today is a write off i'm going to at least i can do this podcast with raf i went to the gym the garage the home gym when i was doing weights that's when i thought of that epiphany i hardly worked out i did a few weights i was thinking of like i was playing some beats i thought of a ho- i wrote a whole verse while i was there and before i knew it this whole idea came to me and now i'm fueled again just from that and now i don't even want to yeah. go to the city like literally like i was like why did like it makes you wonder like why didn't that come the past 3 days that i've just been sitting here like what am i doing and just in a loop of doing random shit that hasn't really completed that I know I have to do but hasn't finished itself you know what I mean it's just funny how the mind works in that sense and now like I might actually stay home again cuz I've I've thought of that idea and I want to work on it but it just comes at the weirdest times and this is why I wanted to bring up this topic and I wanted to ask you tangible reasons and what I mean by tangible like how many times have you like back in the day when we used to do music and rap yeah oh anyway sorry continue Okay. How many times <laughs> How many times have you thought of like we you've sat down trying to write a verse and nothing comes out but the moment you get in the shower 
or the moment you start driving or the moment you actually have to do something like all right i have to like study for this exam now or i have to actually sleep now because i've got an early start for this it suddenly comes at the worst time it's like when timing is imminent it's like now it has to happen it shits me you know what i mean that's exactly it okay there were some situations when i'm filming music videos and then at the time i'm just not feeling it like the location's not right the angles I'm, I'm shooting are not right. Nothing's just coming together. Nothing's becoming aligned. No stars are being aligned. And then when I get home, this is when I realize, oh, I should have done this. I should have yes. done that. I should have done yes. this. It's because, uh, I think because the whole, stre- the whole stress, I think this is coming down to stress mm-hmm. and, and anxiety. Stress and anxiety. When it comes to that, when they come into your creativity and your creative thoughts, it just blocks everything out and then you have to relieve that stress somehow like in your case you went to the gym you worked out that's yeah. kind of like releasing endorphins and relieving your stress yep therefore nothing else to, nothing else to think of yeah. no, nothing that's it and it just came yeah when you when you're continually trying to fight the writer's block you're just blocking your brain even more yeah. and then in my case when i'm continually trying to film a certain scene over and over and over and over again it just starts to build the anxiety and the stress and then it just doesn't work out at the end i have to talk to the artist be like it's not working out today can we reschedule <laughs> exactly you know, it's, it's, yeah it's, yeah sometimes you gotta be works, real you gotta be that's what it is and that's the thing with um i guess with cre- with being a creative or like trying to do any like creating any anything this can relate back down to content or whatever it's sometimes like yeah it, you do need to have the business side behind it like yeah of course when money's on the stake like you've scheduled this time you've got the equipment but some days when it's just not working, it's just not working. It's just, you just got to let it, that's what art is in a sense. It's, it's a moment that happens. You know what I mean? It can't just be like, on this day, this is what's going to happen. To a T you can do it. Like, I've booked in these sessions to do this. But like the really, like the greatest ideas and the greatest things come at the most random times, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's like out. hanging out. It's like we're trying to organize this outing to get somewhere. But really the spontaneous stuff is, is the what makes outings. it like that's a great you know, example I need, that's you know, a great i need example. to organize my birthday yada 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 i'm gonna great do this example, this yeah. that it's gonna be it's gonna be great the build to it it's gonna the mis- be it's the awesome. mistakes can, the mistakes yeah. the things that don't go to plan is what makes it in the end yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the ones will be like yeah you call up your boys and be like you want to do something tonight and like yeah let's go to the city let's see what happens yeah well like that to be that like really time- good night that time you, me, and Gomez went to Yamcha at night and ended up driving bumper cars while that Sensation Festival was on. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the spot. It's like, oh, there's a there's a time zone type of place upstairs. Let's go. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, can, you put a, a bringing... can you put a random clip of that happening? Just sneak it in <laughs> yeah. into this video because it's a good night. Yeah, it was just, it was just us three um, guys reaching their 30s, going to a <laughs> Dodgem Cars. And there was a there was like a thirteen year old controlling the thing. Yeah, she didn't yeah. care about it. It's, we're like the last people to ever use dodgem cars that yeah. night. So she was like, "Do whatever you want." We're just going back and forth. You know, we weren't going the, one. The direction. funny, going, the funny thing was, do you remember there was that group of like fresh Asians, like straight out of yeah. straight out of China, very timid. They were they were there before us, and we're watching them. They're just like tame as shit. Like eh, beep, eh. Like really, like lame yeah. as shit. And as soon as we get on, we're just like <laughs> later when we get on, we're just like ah, bang, bang. There was like we no mercy. Out with one no mercy. No mercy. We're like oh, 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 o
<laughs> and then the hardcore trance music was playing. We we're just doing these. It was pretty fun. Oh yeah, it was cool. Like we legit were drifting crazy, <laughs> so bad that we could smell the rubber. Dude, I feel. You know, I just crazy. bought my iPhone that day as well. Or like not that yeah. day. I just bought my iPhone. I actually got worried because the impact of the crashes that we were doing. I was actually worried that I would actually get physically hurt. It was so yeah. It was so hard. You get whiplash from that shit. I was getting whiplash. And I was like, I'm gonna drop my phone, and then these guys don't care. They'll run over my phone just for the laughs. <laughs> yeah. They don't care. We're just, we hope you're recording it on your phone, and then we just <laughs> they're run running it over. over for content. You know, <laughs> for the content, mate. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, that's um, what I wanted to, to get point. at. Sorry, back yeah. to that topic. That's like literally because that's been something that's been weighing on my mind, and you caught me at a good time that I actually feel like this. If you caught me at that. Maybe like a couple of days ago, this conversation we're having now be completely different. I was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I feel like shit, yeah, whatever." Because <laughs> like it came to me this morning, but I mind you, the past three days I've literally been locked in a room trying to f- make something, and I don't know what yeah. it was even. Kind of. I thing. think next time we got dark, you bro. Get out, get out, get out sooner. That'll like um, relieve your stress. Yeah, like like I I know your point that you're getting at. Like if you're doing this, move on to this thing. And I was doing that for three days. Like, yeah, I was at one moment I was mixing music, one moment I'm songwriting, one moment I'm editing a video or whatnot, kind of thing. One minute I'm doing my social media, trying to like revamp it, promote it. And I realized like I kept going around, but cause that I don't know, cause it's sort of the same grind. I was just like always anxious about it. And I think that's what it is. I, I got to a point that it was just too much, and that was this morning. And I'm like. That's it. I don't. I don't have a. Pl- I don't even have an idea what I'm doing. I'm just gonna go to the city. Like I have no plan. I have no. I have no reason to be there. And I'm just like, eff yeah. it. I'm gonna go and just do whatever. Just walk around. Go to a coffee shop, and sit there and not even think that something's gonna come to me. And the moment that I had that switched that mind frame, it happened in the gym. Can you believe that? Yeah. All right. Bad analogy. Yeah. Bad analogy, but. Okay. It's like when you're eating a lot. You eat a lot. You just love eating. You love eating. That's like your career or whatever. And then you <laughs> eat a lot. And then you just can't do it anymore. Sometimes you need to chuck a shit to eat again. You know? Empty you need the to bowels. Get it out. You need to empty the bowels. Get it out. Empty the bowels. And then you can eat again. Do I smell a song title here? I mean, do I smell <laughs> a title for this podcast? Clear the bowels, mate. Clear the bowels. Clear the bowels. Clear the bowels. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> King of analogies, right here. Boom. Wrap. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad Very that true. I'm glad that you're back on the ball. Thanks. I really hoped next time we could get you off the ball, just to get a different content. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? Your your test guinea pig or whatever? <laughs> like just like yeah, man, I want to break him, your, then bring him up, Truman then show. break him. <laughs> The whole point of this podcast is to analyze, you know, at the end of this, at the end of the year, I'm going to have my, my thesis and everything set out and my conclusion or results. You're just an experiment for the year, bro. <laughs> it's like Black Mirror, Skype edition. <laughs> yeah, man. Wait, good idea. I'm going to have some water as well. But, um, <sighs> sorry. Yeah, so... That's yeah. That, that's I think. Um, yeah, that was pretty much my topic, mind, man. But I just wanted to bring that out. Like, it's not. It's not really a question. Like I said, I just wanted to sort of get your take on it. But I wanted to like dabble into that a little bit. You know what I mean? Definitely. I've been listening to a lot of Bruno Mars lately because I'm going to his concert next Tuesday. No joke. 
next Tuesday. Yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. Next Tuesday, next Tuesday, he's he's here for like a whole week and uh, like a week and a half. He's got like five shows here. That's right. Shiv and got then, you the. T- I remember that. I was there when she gave. Yeah, me yeah, the you were right there. Yeah, I was yeah. there. I took you're a sneaky there, video and, um, of that because I thought there was gonna be like a magic moment between you two. So I was like, but then you kind of was like, oh, thanks, babe. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I, I, I have a hard time expressing emotions. <laughs> yeah, I can tell, I can tell. I was like, oh, they're going to have a moment. I'm like, fucking Ted in the background. You're having like a Lily Marshall moment. I'm just like, and then, yeah, that was it. The transaction was, oh, here, babe. Here's some Bruno Mars tickets. You're like, oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> There's a lot of love there. It's, it's nah, come, I can like, feel it. Point I, that can, my marriage I can feel it. Is, I can feel the love there. It's just code words. Code words and code <laughs> stares, and that you know it's all good. <laughs> Speaking of but concerts, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of um, Bruno, Mars. Uh, Bruno Mars, and then um, what do you feel about this whole um, this cultural appropriation thing that he's been um, accused of? Well, I'm not, I'm not with you. I didn't know anything of this. What do you mean? <laughs> like there's this whole it? situation. There's this whole story. It's, it's. I can't. I don't know if it's going viral or stuff, but like. This is whole story of Bruno Mars is, um, I think, an activist, a female African-American activist kind of called him out saying that he's using black culture to financial gain, to gain this. Like his main like music is and he's using his um, ethnic um, anger uh, because he's like he's, he looks kind of black. But he's not black. He's like um, Filipino, Puerto Rican. So he's using that as an advantage to use black culture like to hij- get financial like hijacking gain. it kind of thing yeah but like yeah, kind of like uh why would you single them like out how, how many people that do how many people use like black culture is is hip-hop pretty much like it started off in hip-hop how can you single mm. out one person when it's such a like universally every everyone all cultures do it now there's like a it's because Asian he's rappers. in the spotlight right now he's in the spotlight he won like five grammys and exactly. He's the he's the like if it's not him, it's gonna be someone else. It's gonna be Macklemore. It's if it's not if it's not Macklemore, it's gonna be exactly um, Eminem at a, at a point exactly. or like yeah. um, G Easy. You got I don't know who else. But right now, the guy in the target in the crossfire is, is Bruno. Bruno Mars. I but don't know. That's but a then bit silly. It, but people just it, want something. It's, to, it's backfired so. anyway because a lot of people like African Americans have came out to support Bruno Mars saying that his music is great and he always references where he got his inspirations from and he it. shouts out the his his artist that he loves listening to when he was a kid and all that so he's always um referencing referencing maybe it'll be different if he had a different personality and he had he was referenced he never referenced like yeah. saying everything else is his own shit but he, it's obvious Bruno Mars Bruno Mars, nearly all his songs has been inspired by something in the Look, past. If, if you take the whole race thing out of it as well, right? It comes down to artists' authenticity or how they, how genuine they are in terms of when they do a certain style of music. Like if you're a rapper or if you're like doing that sort of style of singing, especially if you don't um, come from that culture, like maybe yeah, like he's Filipino, he's Asian, or even when like like Eminem, Macklemore, the, you can tell the authentic artists have studied that culture and they respect it enough that they've gone back they've done their due due diligence to really soak up knowledge behind that so they pay homage to it you can tell they respect it by the way that they pay homage to that craft to that music like you say with bruno mars he's always like you know referencing back in history it's not like he just came out 
and he's got the voice for it and there's just high there's a difference when you see someone really hijacking it i'm not going to name artists in particular but you can tell if an artist isn't genuine or not kind of thing and that's up to the audience and obviously these activists to a, to, a, to an extent maybe some of them don't think he's as authentic as the majority does and you're always going to have haters that's the problem that's when you're at that caliber of fame there's bound to be certain groups that are going to be like yeah man he's just hijacking our thing or whatever you know what i mean and at the end yeah. he's a he's a public figure it's going to come down to the audience so i think majority will be like nah that's why you got a lot of black artists like that'll stand up for bruno because um obviously he's he is talented look this he's is talented this is this well. is a look this is a example i'm just gonna say it i, I wasn't gonna say it iggy azalea australia yeah I, I don't care like i'm i'm not a hater i don't i don't care like what she is but a lot of people um correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of people would say there'd be a majority more people that would say she's actually just hijacking it like she doesn't really seem authentic and it comes down to the authenticity of the artist and it's just a balance like you can't win like a lot of people will stand behind iggy and be like nah she's you know she's the real deal see the good topic to talk about because we are um asian people doing hip-hop and yeah. you know hip-hop has branched out to more than just um the culture like it's always have the core of yeah. like african-american culture that's where it's been born and raised and yeah and everything is but it's gone so worldwide that it's come to a point that asians are doing it australian and australians the, you know, you know are doing it you know the funny thing is because we're asian right and then we were in Australia when when we're doing it. Well, we still are. Um, the funny thing is, because we didn't have the Australian accents, what we were doing wasn't considered authentic. It's like, how can you call yourself Australian hip hop? And then I'm like, how can you call yourself hip hop? Because like, when you take it another level, it's like, well, hip hop is hip hop. So why are you being Australian? You know what I mean? Like, it just keeps going further and further. Like, it started as black, and then Australian hip hop did their own thing. And because we're from Australia, because we don't sound like that, it keeps going down the line. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, you come to a point where it's just um, if you're pleasing one, if you're pleasing a group you of people, you're not going to please the other one. You can't make everyone you please happy. them. You're not going to please everyone. It's, it's, it's you can't. It's a fact yeah, of life. You can't that's make exactly them. it. You can't. You can't do anything about that. It goes down to the audience what they consider as authentic or not. And at the end, it's really up to the artists. Like if they genuinely are authentic, it's like that's why I I I, I didn't care. I'm like I don't sound Australian when I rap. You know what I mean? That's just how I sound. I can't change it. I'm not going to put on an accent. That's how I'll actually deliver it. Because one, yeah. I speak Tagalog, that's like my second language, which is Filipino, and we sound American. Like even now, like when we speak English, sometimes my uh, pronunciations will the, the R's will be a lot more defined, and sometimes I just sound Aussie as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, just really. It's what it is. Like that's me, and like if that's the proud, if that if that's the proud, if that's the crowd that's not going to appeal with me, then it doesn't bother me. You know, okay. Yeah, you don't need that crowd. You know, you need something that will just accept. Your, your artistry for what it is yeah. rather than what it what it should be Filipino like, Aussies you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Druitt crowd Blacktown but, but I could understand the whole like thing because like I remember when I was doing my music I tried to um, set back a bit because I realized that I was putting on a full on American an accent, accent and yeah. I wanted to you know try to keep a core to balance it out yeah. like because I say particular things the um my lingual um, accent will just come in as in like like I, I, I try to instead of saying can't I'll say can't can't yeah 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 if I say like I don't know I forgot any other ones but yeah look these are little tweaks 
and it just comes from evolving. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that like, oh no, this is how I talk. Like you evolve eventually, right? Like I think there was some times I did sound, I just sound completely different to what I did sound like in 2005. And yeah. when you're young, you're just, you know, you're, you're trying different things. If you're an artist, you're not going to sound the same forever. You evolve a little bit in that sense. But in the end, like, it comes down, like, once again, authenticity. If that's really how you want to, that's what makes you you. It's always going to be up for debate, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's always funny how, debate. like, it's just funny. When it comes to hip-hop, the accent is really kind of a big deal. While, while, yeah. while and then when you're singing, yeah. if you're doing a song, everyone sounds American for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Except for a few, but, like, no one really talks about that. I think it's more so because with, with songs, I guess, um, it's more about the melody or like literally the sound with um, singing. Because with rap, you, you generally, you're having a conversation. It's like a, you're talking as well. So I think it, it's more prominent, the, the accent, when, when yeah. a rapper talks as well. I think that might be a lot to do with it. But what would I it know, right? What, what would I know? <laughs> it's a good topic. It's an Australian, Asian... Asian hip hop yeah, artists who's I'm confused. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know what I don't even know what I'm going for anymore. I'm just like whatever. Like I told you, like when I do something, it comes out like that. It comes out like that. Comes out like that. That's it. As long as bottom I know line, I was true to myself, yo. <laughs> At the end of the day, bottom line, Bruno Mars is a talented artist, and I can't wait to see him in concert. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe that came out of just going to Bruno Mars, like that massive thing. Now, I'm I'm jealous of you, man. Like I was hoping to bring my mum. To Bruno Mars, but obviously I'm not there anymore. I could have got her a ticket, but those sold out quick. I remember they were gone. Those tickets, yeah, and man. The I think resale was crazy. Bruno Mars is coming to a point that he's coming to a stage where he could sell out arenas like that, like Michael Jackson back in the day. And mm. um, I'm thinking Bruno Mars is gonna really is gonna be reaching that legacy. You've, yeah, you of, mentioned this of stardom of friggin' that level, yeah. That level, like that God level, like it's yeah. he's unbelievably talented, and he just keeps evolving. Like I remember, like I listened to his music today, his later stuff. Yeah. And then I remember his first album. His first album had the Lazy song, and he. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. The Lazy song is something that you hear a YouTube artist. I'm not yeah. downplaying YouTube artists, but like, yeah, you hear like parody, parodies parody, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's a parody song, and then he just evolved, and each album has its own flavor and you know it's his own thing like and it's just crazy he just he's just been consistent at the same time evolving and he's just going to be one of the greats well that's what that's what you sets you apart if you're like that iconic and that that level you got to do something to get there you know if you kept being lazy song bruno i don't think he'd be at his level that he's at now kind of thing as well (laughs) Yeah. yeah man like yeah, comparing yeah. his first album to his latest album or like even the last album i think when he dropped um that um locked out of heaven song that's when he made that shift from uh yeah I'll, i'm a bit uh, i need to be taken a bit more Mature, seriously yeah maturity than, uh, artist maturity yeah 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 because that first album had just the way you are which is like you know a bit poppy yeah. corn, you know it's, it's a bit poppy corny type of wedding song songish type of yeah, thing yeah yeah and then the second album, he just thrown in all that sex appeal type of thing and did a lot of like um, serious type of songs, you know? You reckon, um, I'm, you reckon I'm taller yeah. than him? I reckon I'm taller than him. I think he's like think five he's the same foot. Height. Yeah, yeah. He, I think you guys are the same height or maybe even small. <laughs> he's probably shorter than you. <laughs> I think he's shorter. Ali, give me that. I think he's really short, man. Like in the videos, yeah. Cardi, Cardi B was towering over him on the MTV uh, 
performance they had was it mtv yeah, all, all, know, all his all his videos is a low it has, it has a low angle bro. yeah he, he always has, has to have a lower it's, angle it's always looking up it's it's always the camera's always looking up and now in his it music did, video it's tiny if man. you noticed yeah and that is like a lot of these artists are tiny even like remember ages ago when we interviewed um apple apple dude that was hilarious <laughs> me and raf uh back in the day i was supposed to do the interview so mind you my uncle works at sbs so we went with him to um to i don't know black eyed peas was touring and then he had an interview and michael's like you want to come along and um interview apple with me and i'm like yeah yeah can i bring a friend and then like i was so nervous i ended up getting raf to do all the questions do you remember that? And that was and that was the beginning of my radio career, <laughs> and the end of my radio career. Because I it think was I, so I, cool. I, the funny thing is, I yeah. don't know if it, I don't know because I never saw the results from that interview. Me neither. Yeah. I, don't tell your uncle, but uh, he probably listens to this. Oh, your mom listens to this. But um, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, the microphone. I think I left it at the place, and then never <laughs> gave it back to your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Tito. Raf's got Raf is your microphone. It is a microphone at SBS. Bill it to Raf Flores. Yeah, I'll put his address like ten, down here. Like ten years later. <laughs> that was hilarious. Remember, like we were walking around the corridors, and we were just hoping to see like Fergie or Will I Am. Like, oh, we were such we were such stand we're like stands. Oh my but god, at the time, dude, at the time, remember- we, we weren't we weren't fans of Black Eyed Peas. No, nah, we weren't really we were, fans of them. But knowing that we could meet them. We became stands. I was, I was ecstatic, man. <laughs> and remember, oh, dude, I don't know if you remember this. We met, no, we saw LMFAO practicing, but we didn't know who they were yet. Because they're I didn't bre- even, they're breakout I didn't even see them. I mean, like, dude, I saw no, them, you, but, you saw they them, but you didn't know that it was them. They were just walking yeah, around we, with their crazy outfits. We didn't know who they were, and they were practicing. And then literally, like, a month after, they blew up. We could have taken a photo with them or something. I know. I remember that. Because I remember... um being like oh this must be um the black rp's entourage because they're dressed weird yeah yeah they were they were the opening act lmfao i was like oh. and then um we were full like they're like the journalists the journalist people were like all over apple and then yeah, yeah, yeah. these lmfao guys were just looking i remember them looking being yeah, like yeah what, what, what's going on like what's going on here it's like, like everyone is on apple the, probably like the the second best black eye the third best black ip and then oh, um, I'd give him second at least. Come on, I'm, man! I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's Will I Am then Fergie. Nah, Apple. <laughs> Not after that national anthem, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, after that national anthem, she's number one, she's number bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah. At that time, it's just funny how time changes. They were just these random people. People thought they were like the entourage of Black Eyed Peas. Two months later, they're just number they one. They blew up. I forgot which artists, song that you know? they did to get them like blown up the way they did. But yeah, um, it's just... out of out of nowhere, eh? They just something happened. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing them like these guys are weird. And then one of those guys from the entourage, uh, their entourage was for like, oh, where's the PS3? Where's the PS3? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Fucking divas. Eh? Hey, do, you, do, do you have any more random funny stories of meeting famous people? Because I've got one, but I want you to share first if you have any like that comes to your head. Oh, do, you, do we have any only together? Thing, like, I think that was the only one not, that we had yeah, together. That was, the, that was the only one together. I met Lupe Fiasco. That's right. You met him concert here you at met the him Metro. Wa- walking around <laughs> in Sydney or something. You know, like, you know, in concerts, you expect the artist to come the back doorway. Yeah. <laughs> Lupe, before his concert, I don't know Here's if it's his front. thing at the time, but he went through the front. What? And then we were lining up. We were lining up. We were like, like front of the line. Lupe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he was like shaking people's hand. I'm like, 
And was I'm this talking about? Was this food and liquor? Food and liquor era. Food and liquor loop. So this yeah, is like yeah, his yeah. prime. This is his peak as yeah, well. This is yeah. This is his beginning stage. This is prime before everyone jumped yeah, on his yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then um yeah yeah I was like hey man I can't wait for your concert. The weather turned out great. I'm like it doesn't matter about the weather because like it's indoors. <laughs> but like the weather turned out great. What a stand. What a guy just saying shit. All this filler talk. Filler talk. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah man. Had a good flight. He talked about his flight and then he left. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you get a photo with him? Yeah, we had a photo. I can't find yeah. the photo. <laughs> got it. Was it. me. Got... Remember, um, was DJ he an ar- architect? Architect. Yeah, yeah, architect. yeah. Architect. Yeah, me, DJ that. architect, and then Lupe, and then you know. That would have been like it's one of your <laughs> big, biggest stand moments. Hey, you're like, yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. I'm so, like, uh, so uh, my uh, idol. Yeah, and I talked about the fucking weather. <laughs> Good going, man. You buckled, mate. You know, you, you're not yeah. you. You weren't cheat coders mode yet. Right now, I'm pretty sure you'd have a lot more to talk about. You know, at least you yeah. got to meet your idol because I know you. Like Lupe is your the yeah ticket off there. ticket off. You've seen him. Like I'm yeah. never gonna meet Eminem, bro. Never. It's no chance. Yeah. And <laughs> even if you do, you haven't met. You, you can't meet him in his prime. Yeah, so. it's not. A, it's not. A, not the same Eminem. If I could see him back in 2000, different story. But you know. Kind of everything. How old were you when you're 2000? Like 2000 was like when you're like eight. No, 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 no. 2004, I graduated, so that was like I was 18. So I would have been like 14, because I remember like Marshall <laughs> Mathers LP or LP, LP. The L, uh, Marshall Mathers LP came out about that time, and I remember yeah, yeah. I had to go to HMV to buy the um the copy, and I was packing it because it was R18, so you weren't allowed to buy it. And like I knew some places were denying people. Cause they had to show ID, but I got lucky, and I remember like, I remember it so vividly because it's just so nostalgic for me. Going into the HMV, and then they literally <laughs> have the the posters, the poster boxes, Eminem everywhere, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to get this album, and like, it was just magic, man. <laughs> Listen to it first time, I was like, holy shit, this is so good. It's like Sorry, when you're um, out, trying to out. sneak into a club underage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine was just getting an Eminem CD. <laughs> I got I got snuck into um, Space Nightclub when I was seventeen. What was that like, for? You know, I, um, we had to, we were performing. We had to perform. Or I remember that. We used to get like, into clubs like, quite a bit because of the, the yeah rap because stuff. like yeah, we had yeah. to perform and stuff. So we, I was like, oh crap, I'm not even eighteen. It's like don't worry about it. We we'll get we we'll get you we'll in. Get you put in a stamp and stuff, and just I just You're got like, in. Boom. You remember I don't know if I'm snitching, but that's like you know that's like seventeen years ago or whatever. Our early, our early days of clubbing, we didn't even club. Like, you know, pe- it never appealed to me. Like, I didn't like it. People, I guess our age back then, would club to club, like, to party, to dance, to drink, to pick up. We'd go clubbing because we had a gig. And then the, yeah, most, of the time, most of the time, we'd leave and then just talk about it. And then we'd feel so awkward because we just weren't that fucking cool. Like, the music was anything... I, I can only speak for myself and you. Hard <laughs> jokes. But, like, we weren't very cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? The other guys were kind of, the other guys were kind of cool. They'd fit in, but yeah, not, yeah. We're, not we're, us. We were the geeks of the, um, the group. We were the I'm geeks pretty of the sure. group. And, like, half the time, like, I'd just be waiting to perform. Like, all right, I'll get a drink. I didn't even drink that heavily. Like, I'd have one drink, and I'd just be that awkward dude just trying to sidestep, just waiting, like, packing it because I know I'm going to go on stage. And all these people, like, like chicks dressed up. All these dudes, like, you know the dudes that Ello talks about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The HKs, like, don't look at my girlfriend, though. I'm going to hit you, kind of thing. <laughs> you, can't be, you can't be really gangster-looking and serious when you're just dancing, doing the two-step. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work out, you know? It doesn't work out. Those are the days. <laughs> Trying to intimidate someone while doing, like, a electric slide. 
<laughs> it doesn't <laughs> work, much. mate. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, mate. <laughs> exactly. No, that's it. Man, that's I remember the times like, yeah, I remember like we'd perform and then we'd stand in a corner and have Wait. our own meet and greet, but no one attends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and half the time, it would just be, us, be like, oh, good to performance, the club beat. Good performance. Because, like, you know, we're, we're trying to remember our lyrics. So when yeah. beats are coming on, we're just like huddled together, just, like trying, all right, I can't remember my verse. Yo, boys, let me just quickly do my verse. And we're like rapping to each other in a noisy club. And no one can hear anything <laughs> anyway. We're just like, well, all this club shit is happening. It's so funny. We just What's went the craziest? Cool. What's the craziest thing that happened in the club for you? Oh, dude. Dude, that's putting me on off guard. Like, give me an example. Like, I'm not going to give you an you know, example. Just, just just, give me a story. Oh, dude, I can't. Like, music club? Like, as a rapper? And, no, no, as a person. I'm going into the inner dwellings of uh, Nat's Blazing Mind of his past. I don't even know if that makes sense. But, yeah. I Tell me a story about like, think, dude, the craziest thing that happened in the club. Not the craziest thing, but I just want a crazy story. Well, there was a time that I went clubbing and basically three girls I was seeing were there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> <a moment. laughs> and I didn't know what to do. You were there, Raph, and you're just looking at me and I'm just paralyzed. I'm like, I can't do anything. I literally oh, man, can't do anything. <laughs> they're literally like in a, in a circumference of three meters, in a <laughs> yes. radius of like three meters. You had like three under your radar it was crazy I, did, I didn't enjoy that night at all i was just sitting down i'm like raf i can't do anything today i can't even dance I, i'm just stuck right now can we go home <laughs> drake moments man drake that's moment. crazy man well i wasn't singing at the same time but i think there was like overlap and then it was yeah, just yeah, yeah. overlap it was yeah. a bad it was a bad moment it was not really it's kind of funny but it was not good <laughs> that's not too crazy look if i'm gonna say crazy i don't know if i want to share too much of that shit but I can't think of anything right now, so um, no, that's it. Okay, cool. At least we got that um, Drake. Well, what's well, what's what, what's your crazy story then, eh, Mister Crazy uh, Crazy Club Guy? I can think of nah, some I'm off not, the top. I'm not a crazy. I'm just the guy who just dances on podiums. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very rare era. My friend Raf here has been married since, well, only like two years, but like practically in a serious relationship since his twenties. So when I tell you Raph was the guy that used to dance on the podium, that actually and not happened. the guy, not the podium dancers that got paid to dance on the podium. No, just I'm those douches that actually be like, yeah, I could dance. I'll just go on the podium and start dancing. <laughs> You're doing this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was having my little own performance because like people would just hype me up and yeah. like, it just makes me more hype. Dude, and I was, I was, I was one of those guys. Like, yeah, Raph, you killing it, bro. And in my mind, I'm like, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm killing, killing it. it. <laughs> that was at like, uh, what club was that? The one in Martin Place oh, or something. Various, various clubs. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Because like, this was when you first started going out with Shivy. And for yeah, some reason, year, you went clubbing every clubbing week. Every <laughs> you went clubbing every week. I think you had an intervention after that. She was like, hey, we have to talk. <laughs> you, you have a problem. <laughs> It's like at the start of the start of a relationship, it's just like, okay, party, you, you, party, we, party. we can be a bit loose, whatever, whatever. And then you just and have to tighten the, it up the after a certain point. Yeah. And then now I'm here. Married. Hey, Raph, respect. <laughs> Look, as a friend, I'm going to say this because it's on air. For a married dude, though, you, you balance it well. Because I don't have many married <laughs> friends that I still can say that I go clubbing with. Because we did go clubbing yeah. quite a bit last year. And you, you were there. Yeah, man. You, you control it. You have a, you have a threshold. But you, you manage that well. Like, it's fun. 
I like hanging out with you. <laughs> Especially yeah, half, drunk, the, half the time it's you drunk. just setting me up for failure, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> drunk times are, are great. <laughs> Especially if you can control your drunkness. Yeah. I think it gets become it becomes more fun. I think I'm trying to if master it comes that. Out, if it becomes out of control, then it's just it, 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 it's just, it's just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get that can from me. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that from me. Yep. It's not fun, <laughs> kids. It's not fun. <laughs> control, <laughs> control. All right. So follow me once again. Uh, my links are all still Nats Blazing, Instagram. Now on Snapchat again. Uh, Facebook, and I think that's it for me. And Raf? Yep. Follow the Cheat Coders. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcasts, which yes. I'm happy with. Yes. I'm going to try to get into Spotify and so we can get it more to Android users. And we are also still on Mixcloud. We are on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of it, the Cheat Coders. Just search it. And for the Apple Podcast users, please give us a five-star review. It yes. would mean a lot. A lot. Five star review, please. We want to climb the charts and comments, and comments. Comments are great. I like reading comments. I want to do the thing every time someone um, gives us a five star review, mm. we'll read the comment out loud on the podcast. Ooh, incentive! Give them a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do I get I think, one? Because I, 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 I commented. I commented on it. All right, let's go through them now. I'm gonna go through them now. Okay. Because right. I, I got to think. I'm just, just speak for a bit, and then I'll get it. I'll get it out. All right. Um, my name is Nathan. Uh, <laughs> 31 I currently reside in uh, UK United Kingdom um, I was born in Sydney, Australia And uh, we're not going to use this Okay, so um, This is just a shout out section For the people who gave us a 5 star review shout If out. you want a shout out Give us a 5 star review And we'll read it out to, read it out to the audience So we got great listen from <laughs> Shivy Ready <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was forced. <laughs> I recommend this to everyone who wants a laugh. Perfect for a long cruise. Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> that was Shivy Ready. Oh. Five star. All right. Five star from Christian Joseph. My man. Chris Joe. The title is Deaths Worth a Listen. Such a good listen added to my daily podcast. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Next one is Legit. By Loki Eleven, <laughs> legit, <laughs> legit, five star, boom, and it's vibes. honest podcast between two good friends plus guests over everyday and not so everyday topics. Keep up the good work, guys. That's a good review. And then there's yeah, there's yeah, mate, by Nathan Blazing. <laughs> not bad, not bad at all. <laughs> all right, so if, hey, he he did that long one. Who did the long one? Which one? The one legit? right before mine. Yeah, no, the the. Yeah. Between two friends and oh, was that Lookman's? No, 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 no. It's it's one of our fans, Lucky Eleven. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Shout outs to Lucky Eleven. Thank you. We don't Thank know you, you for though, your support. You're a fan. Yeah, yeah, Lookman. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you have a podcast with Don Valix. Shout out to that podcast Shout outs. in Singapore. So Worldwide. Have a good time. Go. All right. Sweet. We're gonna end it right there. All right. Cool. Everyone, enjoy your day. Subscribe to everything that we're on. And we'll see you next week. Hear from you next week. Peace. Give us feedback. Everything. Give, give us a topic because we're just talking shit. <laughs> technically, we sh- technically we should be thinking of that. So yeah, my bad. Anyway, peace. Or give us topic. Do our work for us. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>